0: Hey, everybody, this is Valerie B, and I am your host for Slay Your Work Day. Yes, I am still HR to the rescue, but if you listen to my episode from yesterday, you will find that I did change the name of this podcast because I have so many things that I have going on. And I just want to talk to you today about just some secrets. To slaying your workday, which is one of the reasons why I named it Slay Your Workday. And that is because my main reason is to help you to make your workday more productive. Well, how can you do that? Well, I wanna go over just six things for you today. And then we're gonna talk a little bit more in the days to come, in the episodes to come, about slaying your workday and how you can begin to slay your workday today. You can start it when you go to work in the morning, okay? And I don't know what time it is where you are, but you can start slaying right away. So let me give you some tips on helping to make your workday more productive. First of all, I want you to slay what you say. Well, what does that mean? Well, if you are going to slay what you say, then I want you to know when to talk or when to speak when to keep quiet because remember everything does not have to be said right away and don't say everything that you're thinking in your head because everything that you think should not come out of your mouth so when you slay what you say you know and you have the ability to discern when to speak and when to keep quiet i mean every issue does not require that you become involved it just doesn't. So what I want you to begin to do, when if you want to slay what you say, then I want you to ask yourself, hmm, should I respond? Should I get involved? Or should I even voice my opinion in this? Sometimes you will find the answer will be no. The next one I want to tell you about is I want to tell you how to slay stress. Oh, <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I want everyone to know how to slay stress. And as a beginning, I want you to become familiar with locus of control. Do you have internal locus of control? Because locus of control reminds you of what you can control and what you cannot control what you can change and what you cannot change because so many times we try to change things that cannot be changed and we're not intended for us to change anyway. So for example, if you have a mate or you're in a relationship with someone and you say, oh, I could change that person because, you know, I, he doesn't really, he or she doesn't really need to do that. So that's an easy one. I can change them. Whenever you think that you could change a person, that is a huge, huge no-no. So in order for you to begin to slay some stress at work, then you will need to stop focusing on the things that you really have no control over. For example, you have no control over your boss. You have no control over your coworkers there are certain things that you cannot control but you certainly can control how you respond to some things how you react to some things you can control certain things you can you can control getting to work on time so focus on what you can control and forget about what you can't control because there is nothing nothing absolutely nothing that you can do about the things that you are unable to control and number three is slay your career Well, how are you going to slay your career? Well, this is what I want you to sit and think about. Are you even in the job that you desire to be in? I mean, you could very well be like I was in my last job. In my last job, I was like, okay, I know how to do the job, but do I really love the job? And my answer was no, I hate this job. I hate it. But I was doing it because I needed a paycheck. I was doing it because I needed to bring some money home. And you know what? I just said, well, I'll just deal with what I have to deal with. But the question you need to sit and ask yourself is, are you really in the job that you desire to be in? I mean, does it pay what you want, what you're worth? Think about it. Are you underpaid? Are they making you do the job of two to three people and they're only paying you for one? Well, that actually happened to me because I was a one person department and the work I was doing was definitely a work, a job for two to three people. And so what I will say to you, in order to slay your career, it is time for you to begin to evaluate your career determine if you are fit for the job that you are in and if you're able to even grow from that job. Where are you going to go? Can't you grow? Think about that. Next is we're going to talk about slaying your pay. Ha, that's a good one because I want you to sit and think about are you making below the market? Are you making at the market? Or are you making above the market? And if you don't know, you need to find out. What I want you to do is I want you to go to salary.com. And I want you to evaluate your salary and determine where you are in the market. You may be so far underpaid that it's not funny. But I want you to go onto salary dot com or salary dot it might be sal- yeah salary dot com go on to salary dot com because it will break down for you you know your range your salary range for your position and it may ask you questions about the type of industry that you work in, the number of employees in that industry, and some things about your job and then when you put your job title in then it is going to give you kind of a brief description of your job. And then you can determine if that's the kind of job that you do. Because not always will salary.com have exactly what you're doing. So you're going to have to choose the position that is close, close, close to it. But what I would say to you is if you want to begin to slay your pay, and we're going to talk more about this again in future episodes, I want you to make sure that you know, if you are below market or behind the market, that means lagging in the market. If you are above market, that means you're making more than most people. Or if you're right at average, you know, you're right where you probably should be. And you want to make sure that you're not redlined. Because when you are redlined, that means that you are at the maximum for your position and you need to know where you're going to go from there. Okay? So think about those things. And I want you to go to salary.com as soon as possible if you don't know where you are in the market and if you are in a competitive job. Number five is we are going to talk about how to slay your performance review. And I have a question for you. Did you complete your self-appraisal? Does your company have self-appraisals? Does your company have performance reviews? I know that there are a lot of companies that have completely eliminated performance reviews because they really do believe that they are a waste of time. However, if you are at a company and they do have performance reviews and they do try to, the manager, your boss, tries to encourage you, to complete a self-appraisal. I know it is so easy to just say, well, why am I going to complete a self-appraisal? It's not going to do any good anyway. You know what? That's what a lot of employees said that I talked to, but I will encourage you to complete your self-appraisal because guess what? if nothing else it will become a part of your personnel file so if your manager rates you let's say let's say you have a rating scale of 1 to 5 and 5 being above average right you, let's say you rate yourself a 5 in one area and your manager rates you a 2 You want to make sure that what you rated yourself is a part of your personnel file. So make sure, make sure that you complete your self-appraisal. I know you probably don't want to, but what I would tell you is that everything that you need to document, that you may want to document in the future is going to be important that it is in your personnel file. So it's going to be fine for your boss to put it in there. You know, your boss is going to put their opinion of you in there. So why not put your own opinion of your own performance in your record? The next one and the last one we're going to talk about today is slaying your mindset. And this is going to be in one of the challenge books that I'm writing And it's going to talk about a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And I want you to think about, do you have a growth mindset or do you really have a fixed mindset? Because remember that mindset matters. It doesn't matter if you're in the workplace, if you're at home, if you are an entrepreneur, whatever you are. Mindset matters. And a lot of times when you're being coached, your coach will more than likely start with your mindset. Because if you don't have the right mindset, you're not going to be able to grow. So it's going to be important for you to step outside of that box and try something new. So these are just some of the things that I'm just teasing you with just to let you know what we will be talking about when we talk about slaying your workday. If you have not already subscribed, make sure that you do so. Make sure that you share this with your family, your friends, your coworkers, and even share it with your boss. And you can find me on ValerieBoyce.com. Or remember, I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, or even Instagram. And you know my saying, it's time to stop talking about it. It's time to stop complaining about it. It's time to be about it and do something about it. Ciao for now.